Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, September 17th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Citizen Spaces with Notional Validator. Let's take a listen. Yeah, if, uh, if that, you get that spinning wheel of circle, just uh, hop, hop out and hop back in. Yeah, okay. I get that a lot. I don't think yeah, I have so a spinning the, wheel circle. So you are 12 hours exactly opposite of me. It is 10.30 here. At night, so it must be ten thirty a.m. There, yes. Yep. So I would like to. Uh, how much time do you have, by the way? Uh, let's say an hour, right? Okay, sounds good. I want to keep it at hour or less, typically uh, going forward, because okay. I don't want people to, you know, have to go through two hours of something to find something specific. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, I okay. often thought that about these longer ones. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the, the person that I know that uh, is a professional in media, uh, she she tells me twenty minute is a golden golden time, uh, because after that people people start phasing out. But with what's going on with Web three, obviously there's a lot of uh, shop talk and technical technical stuff. So I think hour is probably a good boundary. Um, so let me frame it up real quick. Um, so this is my first uh, official uh, host. I uh, started. Uh, I announced it uh, about a couple hours ago, and you're my first guest. So congratulations. Cool. Hey, thank you. And uh, specifically, uh, we want to talk about Notional itself. Uh, I think it's a great validator on a Cosmos ecosystem with um, at um, uh, Cosmos Hub, Juno, Osmosis, and uh, other places. And um, disclaimer, I have redelegated redelegated away from you on osmosis since you broke top 20 or actually top 10 oh that, that's quite that's <laughs> so, that's quite that's, so that's sorry quite about right. that but uh, no, i knew no, no i knew no i knew then. jacob i knew the jacob that i know would probably uh applaud that so because you're yeah. all about yes. um, okay so let's talk about notional um uh, for the audience uh, that might hear this outside of this uh, recording uh, that might be just coming on to Web3, I want uh, to kind of be a host uh, that uh, onboards the Web2 people onto Web3. So I want to make it kind of basic and simple. And then we could get into specifics of uh, uh, details and tech shop talks and if you want. So why don't you introduce yourself and uh, Notional uh, Validation. Sure. So, hey, um, I'm Jacob, and I started Notional uh, right around the time of the Osmosis Genesis. And um, we validate, I think it's 32, but it may be 33, Chains and Cosmos. Um, and we also provide relaying and uh, RPC endpoints uh, for every chain that we validate. And do. Uh, can I interrupt you there for a mm -hmm. second? Of course. Uh, can you again explain in layman's term 
uh, for the general public trying to get into Web3 and, and trying to figure out what validators that they should be staking their atoms and tokens with. Uh, what the RPC, uh, like the, uh, get into the layman's term with the technical terms, if, if, you, if, if you may. Absolutely. So an RPC is, it's what your computer uses to talk to the chain, actually. Um, and in Cosmos, those are quite decentralized. What that means is that there's not a single provider that your computer speaks to when it's talking to any given chain. Uh, it tends to be one of many providers, and we are one of them. Um, relaying, which is what allows chains in Cosmos to talk to one another, works in a similar fashion. So there are lots of relayers. Uh, and actually, this is important because uh, relay networks or relay systems do go down from time to time. And so the fact that there are many uh, allows the Cosmos ecosystem relaying to stay up and be smooth. Okay. So thanks for that. Um, so let's kind of step back out into uh, general uh, um, introduction to Notional, because I kind of had to stop you there because you got you just jumped right into RPC. <laughs> so, yeah, sure thing, sure thing. I, I want you to I want to make it friendly, accessible, uh, um, inclusive for people. Because uh, you know when I first got into uh, crypto six years ago, um, it was really really hard to figure out what people were talking about because it's all technical shop talk. And so I've been in it for six years, so it's okay for me. But I can't imagine. And I think uh, people that's been in it for longer, like like you and people that are actual computer scientists or core developers, they're further into that kind of weed. And so sometimes we forget that we lose people when we talk about things that it seems common to us. So, okay, let me let me let you get back. Sure. So, um, you know, a little little bit of background and history on Notional. Um, we're at this point, we're an engineering team of 23, and um, we are currently structuring and formalizing that team. I've gotten a lot of help from our newly onboarded COO, Jeffrey. Uh, Ash, in, in the audience here, is actually another person who has been instrumental in, in helping us to formalize Notional and sort of sense make what we do. So, you know, it's always been our goal to support these chain communities. And since we're not doing jargon, I thank you so much for that. Um, I'm going to explain what it means to support a blockchain community as a validator. Um, now, this means different things to different validators. And actually, that's quite important. But for us to support a blockchain community means to learn their message and ideas, and then spread those to help with software development in that community, uh, and to also ensure that, that basically like things are kept honest. You know, validator, the name is, are, is this valid, right? Is it true? That refers to the blocks themselves. Uh, you know, specifically, the contents of the block in a blockchain, are the transactions valid? Um, that's sort of the key thing that uh, a validator handles. Um, so 
if anybody in the audience is wondering, okay, what exactly does a validator do? Well, in the simplest sense, we place a digital signature on a set of transactions, which we would call a block, uh, about every six seconds. So that's the job even in the most human terms. Now, you could not actually do the job, you know, as a human. You don't sign these transactions with pen and paper. Um, you actually sign them with a private encryption key. So a validator's job involves managing those keys, managing the servers that are necessary to actually sign blocks, and ensuring good uptime as well. Okay. Um, again, I'm, uh, I guess the focus for me currently is to bridge the uh, divide between uh, Cosmos ecosystem uh, and beyond to Web3. Um, and for general uh, audiences, um, they might be curious. Uh, I certainly was when I first got into uh, a POS or proof of stake system uh, from proof of work uh, like Bitcoin or Ethereum. Um, so I have been mining for two years, uh, I think in 2017, 2018 on Ethereum. So I'm kind of familiar with that. But I am not familiar with the actual uh, validator process because I've not, never been a validator. And a lot of the general audience uh, might be also familiar with uh, what mining is, uh, not because they did it, but they because they have heard of it over decades, right? And a validator might be a new term for them. So uh, can you uh, uh, explain for our general audience uh, what the difference between uh, mining and validation is, or validating is, as we move into um, more than 50% of the cryptocurrencies and uh, Web3 being over, uh, switching over to proofs of uh, stake from proof of work because Ethereum just turned uh, proof of stake, uh, proof of uh, POS from POW. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I used to run Bitcoin mines at, at a fairly large scale and they, okay, both mining and staking allow the chain to securely make the next block in the chain. Uh, in, in mining, you're looking for a solution, and, and you do that with, you know, very specialized computers. I'm sure that if you, you mentioned that you mined Ethereum, so I bet you had a GPU rig. Um, and, you know, with Bitcoin, you would do that with an even more specialized computer. But with staking, uh, what you're actually doing is owners of the coiner token uh, actually place that on a node. They're saying publicly, like, okay, I trust this node, and I trust them to ensure that the contents of the blockchain are valid. Um, and those funds are put at risk. This is a fairly unique feature of staking the cosmos way so there was a lot of talk in mainly like actually the bitcoin talk forum about a so-called nothing at stake problem so in early proof of stake networks there was no concept of slashing um slashing is sort of the risk portion of proof of stake. 
So for staking your coins, you earn a small portion of inflation. But uh, the, the flip side of this is that you're putting those coins at risk of what's called slashing. Uh, when a validator is slashed, they and their delegators uh, lose funds. So that's sort of that mechanic. And the way that this secures a network, because you, you may now be wondering, how does this ensure the validity of a chain? Well, the idea is that nobody wants to lose their funds to be slashed. And because of that, um, they will make good validator choices. I should say, this generally works. Um, this is something that has been going on in Cosmos now for about four years. Uh, there actually have not been all that many slashing incidents. Um, and most of the time when validators have been slashed, it has actually been for downtime. We have two types of slashes. One is for downtime called the soft slash. The other is for basically dishonesty when it comes to signing the contents of a block. And the penalty for that is what's called a hard slash. And the hard slash um, is, is, of course, much more impactful. Uh, a hard slash um, <clears throat> will uh, basically places um, typically a 5% penalty. Um, the reason being that, of course, there is a risk of fraud. So there? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, you're doing a little bit of... Uh... Uh, like work for other valid other validators to follow um, this uh, because this is obviously the first uh, interview conversation on uh, Cosmos validator specifically, and I'll talk start talking to uh, devs and other projects. But I want to start I want to start with the validators. So um, there are other validators, and when I first uh, started uh, staking with Cosmos uh, about a year ago now, the question was. I don't know any of these guys, right? <laughs> um, how do I go about figuring out on my research, like what do I need to do? How do I go about trusting these people? And so that takes a lot of time. And I did it personally through spending a lot of time on Twitter space or Twitter, uh, crypto Twitter, and and reading a lot of the uh, social engagements of what, what the validator, validators were talking about. And one by one, uh, I picked the validators. So that took time. And so uh, for people that are coming on board, um, they might not know you. I mean, obviously, within Cosmos, uh, <laughs> you don't need any introduction. Uh, so why don't you like it, uh, uh, talk about notion of validator uh, specifically and how you do things different, if any, and why people should trust your uh, notional validation? Sure, absolutely. So uh, first of all, I would say that our actual block signing is non-differentiated. We try to do that in the absolute plainest and most boring fashion possible. Uh, although, maybe where we sign the blocks is a bit different from most. So, our largest validator nodes are all operated on-site at our office in Hanoi. And... Um, 
what that means for the networks is kind of interesting. One of the one of the things, maybe let's start with downsides. The downside of this is that when we run validators in our office in Hanoi, we actually miss more blocks. Um, so, you know, if you look at, for example, our Evmos validator, you will see that well, we have about ninety nine percent uptime. Which, frankly, in in my opinion, it's not good enough yet. We have to improve that. It's really important. Um, Wait. 99% is not good enough. That sounds really good to me. Okay. So first of all, 99% is good enough for the network to be totally fine. Okay. Um, if it were anything that put the, the network at risk, we would move the node almost immediately. Um, <clears throat> but 99% is... Well, it's not 99.99%, which is really our target goal. Um, but the interesting thing about our nodes is that they're actually in our office. They're not at a data center. We don't trust others to run them. Uh, so we have invested a lot of additional energy and time in making certain that our equipment runs well on site. Um, and that is, of course, you know, to us, that's very important because one of the things that a validator should be doing is ensuring that the network is really hard to shut down or as hard as possible to shut down. And when validators operate their machines in their homes or offices, this actually does help to make sure that those nodes are more difficult to shut down. Um, because they're in many different places. They're not, for example, all concentrated at AWS or uh, other popular data centers like Hetzner. They're instead spread out all over the world. We also release guides on how to decentralize your validator node, how to run it from your home or office. And we, in addition to that, help with validator onboarding. So we try to ensure that validators who want to go the extra mile and want to own their own equipment uh, have an easy time joining Cosmos. Since we've become pretty well ranked, uh, what we actually do is delegate to other validators. Um, and that, like we see that as a really important part of our overall work. Um, by doing that, we are spreading out the vote power of the network. Um, and then another reason that I, you know, why should you trust Notional? Well, we write a ton of code in Cosmos. And the reason that gives us an advantage as a validator is that we're actually able to check a chain before a software upgrade uh, and to get an understanding of the different trade-offs that software changes might make and frequently contribute to all kinds of different blockchains in the Cosmos ecosystem, uh, uh, you know, to improve their code and design. Um, so we look for 
opportunities to um, to improve the chain whenever that's possible. Right now, we're kind of on a, I guess you could say campaign uh, to improve the state of chains all across Cosmos. So the way that we're doing this is by standardizing code to the greatest degree possible. Um, and we're doing this with two pieces of software. One is uh, called GoFump, which is code formatting. The other is called Golang CILENT, which checks code for issues. Um, so if you were to look at the Stride GitHub repository, uh, you can actually see that we've recently made a number of pull requests uh, to Stride. And the goal there is to, you know, assist with standardization and formalization um, and, you know, basically just make sure that the chain operates as well as possible. So that's probably another area where we are especially able to be helpful to the community uh, is, you know, by contributing software directly to the chains that we serve. Um, any last thoughts or any last showing that you want to do uh, on Notional? What makes no sure? Um, I mean, I mean, you know, just uh, excellence in infrastructure. So uh, the fact that we run a lot of large RPCs, contribute to chains, and, and actually build chains for third parties as well. Heck, I wanted to show something. If you'd like to, you know, if anybody is interested in actually building a chain, uh, that's something that we do with various partners. Um, in terms of delegations to our validators, uh, we're always very happy to talk to our delegators. So if anybody has any questions for us, whether that's uh, matters of governance, uh, on how we operate our nodes, on the health of the economy of a chain, we really, uh, you know, it's a delegator first thing, right? So. In terms of our validators, we look at the delegators as our customer. That's who we're trying to serve. That's great. Um, I see Don Don here, Don Kryptonium. Hey, Don. Uh, uh, now, uh, with uh, there was a specific thing that's been happening lately in, in the Cosmoverse, um, um, and I was wondering if you could kind of um, explain to general audience as well as uh, we're kind of um, – past the quarter mark so uh, we can start getting uh, a little bit deeper into uh, technical stuff uh, can you uh, explain to general audience as well as uh, cosmonauts the different uh, levels of uh, engagement as a validator namely um, if you're running a bare metal server uh, within your own facility uh, the other layer being uh, you're you're outsourcing it to uh, cloud servers, whether it be on Amazon or Google's or somewhere else, or or, or Hetzer. I forgot the name of that um, server. That uh, uh, and uh, white label white labeling. Um, so and there, that three might not be in it. I mean, you might obviously know more ways of validating. Uh, so can you start kind of talking about different um, depth of engagement that uh, validators have? Sure, absolutely. So, um, 
Well, let's talk about Don Don for a second since he's here. Hi, Don Don. Um, Don Don uh, actually validates very transparently uh, using a, you could call it white label, I guess, but, but Don's transparent about this. And in my opinion, that makes for quite a bit of differentiation. I also think that Don's an incredible interviewer. Um, so Don has partnered up with uh, Josh from Ted Crypto, and you know together they operate Don's uh, Don Kryptonium uh, validator brand, which I believe is currently on Juno, Stargaze, and the Hub, if I'm not mistaken. And um, so, all right, that's an example of a transparent white label. I actually think there's another type of white label, which is sorry, I think my headphones have disconnected. Hello? No worries. No. Because they're here. Okay, cool. Good. So the other you were talking about you were talking about what Yeah, yeah. And the other uh type of white label is not published or spoken of. So there are services like Coinbase Cloud, and they'll run a validator node for anybody. Um, all you need to do is you know, have sufficient tokens. The reason I feel that's dangerous is, if I had to guess, I believe they're probably all in one data center or all on one cloud provider. And, you know, this is a fairly significant portion of vote power on chains like the Cosmos Hub. If 33% of vote power goes down on a Cosmos chain at once, uh, then the chain actually stops producing blocks. So I'm not really a big fan of the practice of, you know, non-transparent validation. I much rather see people either owning their own machines or describing the process by which their their equipment is actually run. Um, and I, you know, that there are a number of validators that I, I do not think actually do that and i think it's probably best that well just just validators disclose how they operate you know for example i can tell you that our, our cosmos hub validator uh it is still at hetzner in germany and we're bringing that back over to hanoi soon um and that osmosis juno cyber secret network and Evmos are all on site in Hanoi. So that's sort of, uh, you know, it, it, it's additional transparency around infrastructure because at the end of the day, what is a validator? Well, we provide infrastructure for these chains and the projects on them. Um, yeah. What what is the uh, ratio roughly between your bare metal servers within your own facility or spread out, and the uh, what you delegate out to uh, on cloud on different countries? So um, the long tail of our nodes are in Germany. So I, I believe that there are currently six on site, and that the others are currently off site. And those are going to come back on site, but we're going to need to move offices to actually accommodate that. We need to get a better internet connection 
to continue the move because we sort of we feel like the the connection that we're on now is it's not maxed out but if we did max it out that would be super irresponsible of us um you want to stay well below the actual you know maximum capacity of your link because a validator node will consume quite variable amounts of bandwidth over time. Um, the other question that I had, I did ask you this uh, before, um, where I, I asked, is there a way to figure out how decentralized uh, Cosmos validators are across the globe geographically without, uh, without telling where they are? Like, so like, tell, tell where, like, how do you tell where they are in terms of decentralization so that we feel that they're spread out enough? But you can't really do that because it's obviously a security reason, right? So can well, you... Well, it's not uh, security reasons. Um, okay. I mean... Sorry, so why can't some, you... Some people might not that reveal mission. their location. Um, but the, the real reason for that if, if you were to look at, just for example, Notional's infrastructure, uh, what you would find is that we have many, many servers at Hetzner in Finland. And um, none of the, well, very few of those sign blocks, okay? So very few of those actually validate. The rest of those actually uh, assist with relaying and providing our PCs. And that's actually way more machines. So if we go and we paint it on a map, right, what you would find is a lot of concentration of machines and data centers. And that's not only, you know, the case for Notional. I think it's the case for probably 100% of RPC providers. In order to provide RPCs from your facility, you would need to build one. Actually, it's not 100%. I'm going to give a shout out. I'm going to shill another validator. Chandra Station has invested very heavily in physical infrastructure. And I believe that they own the machines that they provide RPCs from. And actually, I just want to applaud that. It's excellent. Well, shill all you like because. Um, part of the reason why I start with the validator um, or hosting validators first is because it's a business. You have to run your business. You have to create awareness um, and you got to market that stuff. So you got to get your um, brand and vo uh, uh, voices out there. And this would be helpful, again, for newcomers or even uh, people that's been in the uh, ecosystem. But um, like if you like it's it, it, in the end, the business is really the trust trust comes from word of mouth. And so I've been in business for uh, 25 years and most of my clients that come through that are solid are, you know, they heard about me from my clients. And so if you uh, show out or tell like who the good validators are, I mean, based on your reputation and uh, the respect that you have, like the other people would uh, start doing their own research just based on that. Um, recognition of that name. So who are some of the uh, great validators in uh, Cosmos ecosystem from your perspective? Chandra Station, Get Coldy, Golden Ratio. Um, let's see, who else we got in? I, oh, uh, by the way, 
what I'm doing right now is I'm naming those who actually own their own machines. And by the way, Golden Ratio does not actually own their own machines. They're somebody that uh, I actually helped to bring in. There's Oni. Oni does not actually own their own machines, but are they're they're absolutely amazing in terms of building community. They I, I believe that they are going to have tremendous impact uh, on Cosmos generally just by being so very good at that. Um, let's see. We have um, Larry. Let's focus in on Larry for a second. Let's show Larry specifically. So Larry's with Delphi Digital, uh, and Larry recently followed the notional validator build guide uh, to move his osmosis validator uh, out of a data center and into his home, which like this is the perfect way to do things. Um, what that does is it makes sure that, you know, his node is first of all protected. Well, how? Well, to get to his node, you'd have to get through him. Um, another reason I'm, I'm sort of singling out Larry for a bit of praise is that it's my belief that Larry is really one of the more precise and demanding engineers in Cosmos. I have been watching him do a process of reduction on a series of smart contracts. And I mean, it's just been a delight. He's made them easier to read. Uh, from a code perspective, he has reduced the amount of code in them, and he has commented them, you know, in a, how can I put this, in a gorgeous way, if, if code is something that you appreciate. Um, Larry's also working on this, this chain called Mars, uh, and I think it's fantastic. So what what I would say to the audience, because I'm certain that I did not name every bare metal validator. Oh, we have Cosmos Spaces. Guys, Cosmos Spaces, uh, it's quite interesting. They are partnered with a computer scientist slash entrepreneur that I bought my first internet connection from. No joke. Uh, so I am talking about, you know, when I was 14. 15, 13, 12. I, I had a home internet connection from them. I also had one at my office. Um, so the Cosmos Spaces Validator is, you know, they're a group that is very highly engaged uh, and also investing directly in infrastructure. Plus, there are the conversations. Um, so, you know, they host podcasts and things. And the conversations that I have with their, please correct me if I'm wrong, I do believe his name is Marty. And I didn't know this gentleman's name previously, actually. With, with, with their technical co-founder are just fantastic because he knows the whole history of the internet. Um, so another thing that you might want to be looking for when you're talking with validators is like, you know, who's on the team? We have Jack here. Hi, Jack. He's with Strangelove. Strange love, another good validator. How are they differentiated? They operate um, a fund, 
And there's a lot. I think there's a lot more than that, though, um, because also they have made technical contributions uh, to a number of different projects. So I would, you know, if you're asking for advice on delegating, I think you are, I would say that you want to look into the history and team composition of any validator. And then also the larger the amount that you're delegating, um, I would say the more carefully that you want to make your delegation decisions because those larger delegations are highly impactful. Um, not only to the financial well-being of the, the validator in question, but also to the well-being of the network in question. Um, so that that's that's another reason to sort of check into things. And seriously, I would say that any of the validators I just named would hop on a Twitter DM chat or really any other chat that you can find them on and answer any question. I think that's really important because at the end of the day, I mean, we are providing a service to the community. Um, and if you're delegating to somebody who, who won't answer your questions, you may wish to consider redelegating. Right. Um, yeah. So in the earlier, like I um, uh, kind of framed it as what my uh, kind of focus is with uh, me being a host hosting noob in Twitter space. Why I'm here. Uh, I see Cosmos Station. I, I want to talk to him if he wants to come up on stage later um, because he's more experienced the uh, host in Cosmos. But I'm more focused on Cosmos and beyond, meaning kind of bridging uh, outside people into Cosmos. All right. So, and that's why the validation, when they're first researching the Cosmos validation validators, uh, I, and I'm hoping that uh, resources like this could help them kind of get more familiar with the validators where verbalizing their uh, value points and uh, why they are uh, different than the other validators versus them going on to websites and, you know, looking at sparsely uh, uh, allocated uh, information and to uh, patch it together themselves. And so I am currently personally uh, at over 30 validators. I'm probably going to uh, stretch it out to 50 and more uh, larger, uh, more spread out, the better for me. And, I'm personally again um, uh, probably going to push it down to. I'm even like thinking in an extreme case of like sub fifty, right? So to get really to the bottom half, because we have a fat belly or a fat midsection. Uh, if we keep validating to kind of like the golden ratios and the Jebby and uh, Todd at uh, Block Block Pain and I mean all the like the uh, Notional and Oni and all these great validators, uh, they are becoming obviously uh, famous and familiar uh, to Cosmonauts and uh, trusted. And so as, as you guys move up the rank, uh, like I said, I have undelegated from uh, Notional on uh, Osmosis because you're doing well. You don't really need my help uh, so that I could help other um, delegators down the list. Um, let's see here. Uh, if you guys want to come up and talk, uh, we're talking specifically about uh, validators. Um, uh, Cosmos Station, uh, would you, uh, let me send you an uh, invite here. Yeah, and, and, and you know, stake decentralization, well, I think that there might be a viable technical solution to that soon. Um, there's, there's 
idea of quadratic slashing. Um, but, you know, definitely do want to say, especially for new entrants, um, do shop around and do talk to, you know, newer validators. That helps a lot. Anything else you want to share uh, with us on uh, the merits of Notional as a validator? Well, I know we are very, very open. We create reproducible infrastructure. So you can find uh, a lot of the information about our work uh, directly at github.com slash notional labs slash notional. Um, and we try to push the space forward. So both from a technical perspective and more, and maybe, you know, we've got another team member here, Ash, and it's possible that he, he may want to actually hop in here. Um, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm one of many. Ash, would you like to? Yeah, I sent the invite. Oh, cool. Actually, I don't know if I did. I just clicked on it, but <laughs> there, <laughs> gotcha, there's no gotcha. confirmation of uh, clicky, clicky stuff. Yeah, so feel free to uh, request to speak. Uh, so let's get into like a little bit of where uh, Cosmos Validator situation is uh, from your perspective, because uh, you were in discussion with the Juno. Uh, I remember seeing some back and forth tweets on that. Do you want to share with us what that was about? Yeah, sure. I mean, like, uh, I, I just think it's really, really important that validators operate honestly. Um, and that that's something that, you know, Notional has invested time into, um, you know, basically ensuring not only that validators operate honestly, but but that networks operate honestly as well. Because at the end of the day, it is very, very much about trust. And uh, there was a validator on the Juno network uh, that they created some kind of token and then rapidly exited and, you know, the, the jargon for this is rug pull, right? So, like, you're standing there, everything is fine, and then all of a sudden the rug is pulled out from under you. Um, I think that's bad. I've, I've made a governance proposal uh, to censure them, to basically, you know, for the chain's governance to officially criticize them. And... And I noticed I think, that uh, there was some resistance. Uh, a lot of the validators, like uh, Oni and uh, uh, J Jack or Jake, I think, uh, the meow, coming out and saying they're against it. So, can you kind of elaborate on your your positions? Yeah, sure thing. Um, so. I think that that what they're they're really against, although you know, feel free to ask them right to to elaborate on this um, is jumping into it with too much speed. So I have I've changed the governance proposal that I made from you know requesting a hard slash to that validator uh, to one that instead uh, just officially criticizes and to, to some degree i actually I, I believe that they're correct that it was too fast to jump into um a hard slash although really the the, the hard slash that is the technical penalty for dishonesty in a validator and i i, I think it's very clear 
that Universe DAO uh, has acted in a dishonest way. Um, in fact, very dishonest and, and unfortunately very financially impactful uh, to users. And, you know, I heard from a great many users uh, that they had been directly harmed by the action of, actions of this validator. And that was, you know, that, that was the driver uh, behind my doing that. I think that if you're willing to take moves that harm users, you probably should not be a validator. That's my feeling. Um, I'm seeing the spinning wheel of death on Ash. Uh, it's saying connecting, but he might not be able to get through. So if you if you could reach out to him, you might want to have him hop hop out and hop back in. Uh, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Oh, you can hear him. Yep. I was having some issues with the Twitter app, but it looks like it's sorted now. Can you hear him? No, I cannot. Oh, Ash. I can hear him fine. Ash, I can hear you fine. Okay. Um, start. Hey, citizen, can you hear Ash? Ash, can you speak? I, I cannot hear Ash. Well, let me try to turn it on and off again. How about now? Can you hear him? Nope. Really? Nope. Weird. Yes, weird. <laughs> it happens sometimes. I, I, get, the, I get the select. Uh, is there... Maybe you might want to relay it. <laughs> I don't think that actually works. Um, well, Ash, I mean, if you wanted to maybe, you know, chime in on anything that we've covered today, you know, go for it. I'll, I'll just sort of mute myself for a second here. Sure. I mean, I, I guess to just reiterate the points Jacob's made, right? So at Notional, at the end of the day, we, we want to help customers succeed. Um, and what Jacob was talking about earlier, protecting I invited users. you to be a co-host so you could control that from your end. Okay. Okay. So um, we want to protect users from harm by participating in governance, which is what we're doing. Um, there's no hard and fast rules as long as the community arrives at consensus on what course of action to take, then that's what actions will ultimately be taken, right? So um, I think it's, it's important to remember that obviously you run the risk of potentially... Hey, Jacob, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yep. Now I, I lost Don, 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 and Ash. They're both spinning in the wheel of death. That's really... You can't hear either of them. No, oh, it's uh, weird. I, I, uh, I could hear you plenty, Hello? but I cannot hear Don Don or Ash. They're Hello? in a spinning wheel of lostness. Hi, so, I can hear Don Don. Yeah, yeah. I was I was just muted. I, by the way, Jacob, I made you a co-host. So if you want to control it from your end, free, okay. feel, feel free to do that. Yeah, I, I can hear both of them just fine. So who wants to speak next? Yeah, Ash, uh, well, or... uh, you know, Ash was speaking, and, and Ash, you wanted to talk at all about uh, Notional as well. Um, you know, jump on in, and but yeah, when it, uh, yeah, I should say to everyone when it when it comes to the reality that validators make consequential decisions on behalf of users, and I should maybe cite an example. You know, when when Osmosis 
was attacked, uh, our team, Notional, was one of the teams that helped to stop the chain. And believe you me, like that's about as consequential as can be. Um, you know, <coughs> we actually participated in taking the chain down. Um, and that was, of course, for user safety. And yeah, validators can do that. And that's why it's a good idea to, you know, choose validators very carefully and, and also like look look for honesty. It matters a lot in the end. How many validators are there in the entirety of Cosmo roughly today? Probably two or three hundred. And of that two to three hundred, um, what's the uh, unwrapping uh, situation like? Are we getting more validators to minutes. get larger set of validators, or is that a slow growth process? How does that work? Validator sets are definitely growing. Okay, in the case of say, I think Don Don situation where uh, he was just uh, dropped below uh, 175, top 175 at uh, Atom validation. Uh, how many validators are behind that or below that, like in the waiting list? Ooh. On the Cosmos Hub? I mean, it's probably hard. Or, or any, but... any, any chains? Well, you know, on, 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 the, on the older chains, it's many, many validators that are in the inactive set. But of those inactive validators, you may find that there are many who are truly inactive. So, you know, it's very easy to create a validator. It's just a blockchain transaction. And <laughs> in fact, making that blockchain transaction, it doesn't mean that you have a node up. It, it just means that you've registered one and, and, and maybe it's up, right? Um, so, you know, typically there's, I would say more inactive than active validators. Did you say more active than inactive? More inactive than active. Oh, wow. More inactive than active. So of that inactive, there are people that are jailed, jailed, and then there are people that are completely inactive, right? There are, yes, that's correct. There are both jailed and completely inactive validators. And then there are validators who, like Don Kryptonium on the Cosmos Hub, are just, uh, they're waiting to re-enter the active set. Okay. And since I still cannot connect with Don and Ash, I'll just ask you this question because I was going to ask him. Um, so in Don's case, uh, when he dropped from the active to inactive from 175 to what num whatever number he's at currently, and people at the uh, community level, they're trying to kind of get the de delegation, redelegation going to him so he could be uh, included in the validations uh, active set. Um, so can you explain uh, that process for people that are trying to help them out, like how, like what their risk that they're taking or what the reward is and like the time duration that takes that kind of stuff. Sure. Well, I mean, you know, the reward is securing the validator set um, by keeping the validator set safe and secure. Uh, validators are rewarded. Uh, well, not just validators, but also delegators are rewarded by, you know, healthy token price, actually. Uh, I believe that choosing highly participatory validators uh, will almost certainly lead to, you know, 
higher prices across Cosmos because validators are in a really good position to contribute. Yeah, I'm not. I'm still not getting done. And Ash, uh, you guys might want to uh, hop out and hop back in because that's usually how I get reconnected Hello? when I have this kind of situation oh. from the uh, listener's perspective. So that usually works. Um, so is there like what's going on in the current uh, validation situation in Cosmos? Like uh, one one thing that I remember recently that happened. Um, hold on, let me invite Don back up. Is the oh no, it's not working. Hello, um, not working. Like so, for example, uh, there was a validator. I forgot the name of it, Stake Feed or something like that. Uh, and then there was a call for Rally to support that validator because he was dropping. And uh, you obviously participated in that, I remember, and other uh, validators like Oni jumped in, and, and Oni obviously has a, a big microphone, so he, he reaches a lot of validators, so like other people jumped in, and I think... Yeah, hello. I, I, Are I you still there? Can you hear me? I can hear you well. Can you I'm hear me? I'm not sure if I'm heard. Uh, I yes, my I question to okay. Jacob. So, Jacob, do you like, hear me? when that happens, like yes, it, it's a zero sum game, right? Like, if you help uh, somebody pull them up by their hands, there are going to be in, inevitably other validators that, that are going to get pushed down. So that's what I was thinking. It's like, guys, these guys are friends, and they're obviously trying to help their friends. But then these validators that are at the bottom, they're getting pushed down because the gang of validators is showing up and trying to pull up the Hello? pull up their friends uh hello jacob if you cannot hear me maybe we can take it over i i can hear uh, uh yeah I, I, so... I can hear you don i can hear you so i can i can yeah. repeat the question so if you it's can... funny so jacob you're the you're the hub you can hear everybody you can hear me right Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I could only hear you. Right. Jacob, could you offer to Seditsen that we will take over for a few minutes then? Sure. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Uh, could you tell that to the, him? Because he cannot oh, hear yes, me. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, so Don is here, and I believe we can hear Don. So I'm going to yeah. chat with Don for a second. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Seditsen, I'm not sure if that's how um, you pronounce him. Like uh, He was saying... Um, that as you support the bottom validators on the cosmos, right, there are other validators also uh, fighting for survival. And that's understandable that you're trying to help the friends, but, you know, the same way you are pushing out others out of the active set as well. And I think that was like the, the question uh, from him. That's, uh, well, that's the kind of like sad reality here, right? Are you still there? Yeah, what what what's the sad reality though? I... Uh, that like you supporting the bottom validators. So he was um, mentioning the support for steak fries, uh, I believe. Uh, yeah, so steak... I'm delegated to them. Are they also out of the set? Uh, yes, actually, there are like already twenty thousand atoms below me. Um, so yes. it's seems... <laughs> so oh, they they fall out and they kept there. Uh, they they were staying up there. Uh, but, you know, seems like yesterday people turned their back and, like, actually start the masses uh, redelegations, you know. Like, I'm I'm in the comfortable position that I believe around, like, 50,000 of atoms are actually from Takumi. 
Um, I believe other good number is from like uh, Rob uh, that you are not on great terms and they 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 are like for now they are like sticking uh, with me. Uh, but yeah, no, like it was about the like once you support someone on the bottom, you are essentially pushing out someone else out of active set. Yeah, actually, um, it sucks. Um, yeah. I guess what I'll actually do. Uh, I don't even find terms with Rob. I don't. Know, we had some disagreementy poo, but then then I saw him. <laughs> we, we we had a little chat. Anyhow, um, so I'll have to I'll have to create a group with you and stake free teas because of course we don't really want to lose our uh, our rewards. Um, hey Jacob, I may redelegate to you. Or maybe just an ocean. I don't know. Hey, Jacob. No, Jacob. Like, come on, come on, Jacob. I thought we are friends. Hmm? Can you hear me? I thought we are friends. Oh yeah. Uh, so Jacob, if so we could, you, hear... want, you want, you want, you want, you want a little five K boost? Five uh, K we... get you in the act. <laughs> it it actually will. I mean, no, like, I don't want to, like, beg, but, yeah, like, I would really appreciate I already well, yeah, have you, your support you on Juno. Beg. But uh, um, I, I will try to get some bigger boost, you know? Hey, Jacob. Jacob. Hey, Jacob, can you hear me? Ooh, I'm over here. I'm over here. I can hear you since Jacob We're getting. Yeah, you know a, what we should do, Don? We're getting is, to an hour is, mark. We should so... just do it right now. <laughs> I hope I was delegated to stake pretest for three weeks. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm just stuck. Um, but let's see here. I ought to be able to do it immediately. But let's see. Um, I, I hope they will not be angry. Um, well, I don't. I don't really. Th if if they're if they're down by yeah, that 40, 48,000 as of now, they are forty eight thousand. Yeah, like I mean. Um, you know that's it's hard to recover from right um i'm actually like always very next to them so like i'm next to them on cosmos and i'm like next to them on uh, actually now like we are separated by one spot on on juno so oh, like really? stake fights I, I feel like strong bond with them uh you know like being always somewhere there on the on the bottom um Ah, but, okay. I just got I just got a message that we are at the one hour mark. So, what we're gonna do? Uh, and I appreciate you letting me know about this stake freak does situation because obviously I have been losing rewards now. To everybody in the audience, this is real. Uh, when you delegate to the bottom of the set, which I do very frequently, you may need to update your delegations because they may fall out of the active set, and that is the increased risk. And there is no risk pricing to that. You do not get any additional reward other than helping consensus to do its thing well. Um, and I do, uh, you know, like helping consensus to do its thing well. In fact, uh, that's, that's the fun of validating. You get to make chains actually work. Citizen, I'll catch you later as we are at the one hour mark. Ash, thank you so much for coming up, coming on. Sorry if you really get a chance to like kick in a lot. Don, same to you. Citizen, thank you. Mm -hmm. looking for you. Um, thank you. Like I'm I'm gonna go to the 
Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Citizen Spaces interviewing Jacob Gadikian from Notional Validator. Recorded on Saturday, September 17th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with a dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, envision in the middle men. Listen to the fatal man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Little Dan envisioning the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal lit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds view. Gotta find cover. Wipe off the bird poop. Ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth. Slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. Vision in the middle men, listen to the fiddle man, play a little ditty then, talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze trying to make the next billion. Terror spaces.